After all the natives fell asleep, I packed my bag. More water than I thought I'd need, but just a little food, as I previously mentioned. Vasily escorted me to the entrance of the cave. It took us about an hour to get there, and when we arrived, all he said to me was, Drink deep, and no light. I entered the cave. I had a flashlight, but the cave was so dark it illuminated nothing. I couldn't see. My heart raced. I laughed. In search of light, in total darkness. And immediately, my flashlight went dead. I contemplated turning back. But I was compelled by a sense of mission deep in my soul. Forward I went. And then I fell what felt like two stories. I heard all over, but I could stand up. Nothing was broken as far as I could tell. But I knew there was no way out. I yelled for Vasily, but I knew in my heart he was long gone and would not be returning. And so I despaired. My life was over. The Soviet bastard had escorted me to my death. The cave would soon have a plaque outside. Here lies Dr. Messerschmidt, East German defector and total fool. Sought light and found darkness. Vasily, when I still believed he was trustworthy, had told me there was a liquid in this cave that the tribe collected and drank in a ritual ceremony. That's how the light entered their system, he told me. I blindly felt along the cave's walls, and they were totally dry. I got down on my hands and knees and crawled around, dry. I could hear no dripping of water. I was stuck in a small, dry pit. I had always assumed that if you knew you were going to die, your thoughts would naturally gravitate towards significant recollections. But nothing came. So I made a mental effort to recall my mother and father, who I had abandoned when I defected to the West. I wondered for the first time since my defection what had happened to them, if the Stasi had harassed them or even tortured them after I left. I pictured it, those poor old people getting beaten and shot. Tears came to my eyes. I left them behind for a fool's errand. But with the flood of tears came something else, a flood of liquid from above me. I'm not certain where exactly it was coming from, but quickly I went from drowning in darkness to drowning in water. I was grateful. My slow, certain death from starvation, dehydration, and loneliness would be hastened now by drowning. When I was in the Navy, I had often imagined this possibility. The liquid filled my lungs. I lost consciousness. But then the most miraculous thing occurred. I woke up in my New York apartment. I was dry. I was alive. I called my closest colleague, Ray Morgan. I asked him, how did I return? And how long ago? He said he had no clue what I was talking about and asked if I'd be into the office soon. I told him, right away. I ran from my bed to my small desk and grabbed my light measuring device. I was full of light.
What the fuck did I just listen to? That's the book, Lights of Love, by this Dr. Messerschmidt guy. It was the last thing Brendan listened to before he died. He asked the nurse to play it for him. Remind me who the hell this Brendan guy is again. Surely you know him, boss. I don't. I'm surprised. Nope. Who the fuck is he? He's the most famous performance artist in the world. Or he was, anyway. He died in the hospital of mysterious illness. Some of the doctors say he froze to death. What the fuck would I know from performance art? It's a thriving and vital medium, sir. How do you know this Brendan character? You some kind of performance art expert and I didn't know about it? Well, I was on the arts beat at another paper before you hired me on here. They had me cover his very first piece. It was called Locked In. It was awful. A disaster. Total humiliation for the guy. So I was surprised when he later got famous. Famous? Shit. So wait, how the hell did he die? Uh, he was in his condo. Rumor has it he was on the phone with a madam in some whorehouse. She was worried about him and called 911. He told her he was feeling cold. The paramedics who picked him up and his body temperature was plummeting. They rushed into the hospital. Doctors ran every test imaginable but couldn't figure out what was wrong, and they couldn't warm him up. He was delirious. He kept muttering something about Narvis Murdio. This Murdio. Yeah, I'm not sure what it means. I looked it up and there's nothing online about it. Sounds kinda Latin. Well, he was Latin. Portuguese and Mexican. Here's a picture of him. Looks white to me. Uh, anyway, boss, I'd like to look into it a little more. Talk to some people. See if they can tell me what happened. Maybe get a clue why he died. No chance. No one cares. This is not news. You aren't the least bit curious? Doesn't this Narvis Murdio thing intrigue you at all? The receptionist at my gym intrigues me. This bores me. You talked to this doctor at the hospital yet? Yeah, I did. He said he can't explain it. Just that he got too cold and he died. He said he was maybe a junkie or something. The EMTs found some pills on him when they picked him up. They ran tests on these pills and they couldn't figure out what was in them. So, some junkie artist popped off. So what? Boss, this guy was special. How the hell was this guy special? He sounds like an asshole. Well, I don't know. It's just a feeling I've got, but I'll find out. There's more important things we could be covering. I just heard Barry Goldwater's grandson was busted at an Asian massage parlor. There's a million Asian massage parlor stories, boss. There's just one Brendan. And there's only one Arizona Republic. And there won't be one if we start covering stories like this about pretentious pricks broke from drugs. That may not even be the whole story, boss. Did Brendan ever frequent Asian massage parlors? Uh, uh, I've heard rumors. Hmm. All right. All right. But I don't want you spending too much time on this. You've got one week, and if nothing shakes out, I want you on something else. Yes, sir. Looks like your little girlfriend is over there waiting for you anyway. Sir, she's not my girlfriend. That's my intern. Oh, yes. From the prestigious ASU journalism program. Sir, I went to ASU. Yeah, well, so did I. And I didn't learn anything about journalism. But I did learn about ass. And your so-called intern is a piece of ass. You tapping that? <laughs>
No, sir, I'm not. Well, get on that, too. It's one of the perks of this dying business. Melanie's a good journalist, sir. She's been helping me with this story. All right, whatever. Then you two better get to it. So what did he say? He said we can do the story, but he's only giving us a week to come up with something. Great. No, not great. I don't see anything coming out of this investigation for at least a month. The doctors and the medical examiners don't know shit, and presently I don't have any leads to work. Maybe I can help you out? That's not a good use of your time. The boss was saying something about Barry Goldwater's grandson in the Asian massage parlor. I recommend you look into that. Might score you some points here. Gross. I'd rather help you. Melanie, that's just not a good idea. Why not? I prefer to work alone. And why is that? Because I'm a lone ranger. <laughs> that's the dumbest thing you've ever said. Well, how can you help me then? Did you know that Brendan had a close friend named Sam who is a best-selling author? Yeah, of course. Uh, well, no, actually, that doesn't ring a bell. And Sam wrote this book called The Many Lifetimes of Don Mario. I've got it here. That sounds weird. It is weird. It's about Sam's travels around the world giving people these pills, which he calls light pills. And then he records them while they recount stories of their past lives. Light pills? Past lives? Yeah. Listen to this passage from the introduction. None of this amazing research would have been possible without Brendan. You probably know him now as the greatest performance artist on earth, but I know him as my best friend, a truly special guy. He is the one who, by accident, led me to the nameless and their miraculous light pills. Thank you, Brendan. I love you dearly. I always believed in you and your work. Stay light. Holy shit. You know, the doctors mentioned Brendan had some pills on him when he was picked up by the paramedics. I should definitely talk to this guy. Can you put me in touch with him? That would be good, but I printed out this statement from Sam's website. Here, read it. Many thanks to my readers. Without you, the many lifetimes of Don Mario would not have had the success it had. As you know, my great friend and the catalyst for my book, Brendan, has passed away. I am greatly aggrieved. The only thing I know to alleviate my grief is to throw myself into my work, and thus I am presently in China, administering my light pills to the rural Chinese for my next book, tentatively titled Super Don Mario World. I am without phone or any other method of contact. Send all correspondence to my agent. Light bless you. Sorry. Fuck. Does Sam mention anyone else in the book's introduction? Mm, yes, actually. He writes... And to Julia Castro, this is all for you. You saved my life. May we be together in another lifetime. So let's talk to this Julia then. 
I already looked into it. She's an investigator for the Arizona Medical Board. I called over there and my contact says she's on a honeymoon in Africa with her boss for three weeks. So she married her boss? I guess so. Well, we don't have three weeks. I know. Anyone else? He also talks about this Jerome Miller. And to Dr. Miller, I was wrong about you. Let light guide you wherever you may be. Dr. Miller? He was a doctor with an office in town, but he disappeared without a trace, according to my medical board contact. Does anyone know where he went? Not that I can tell. Where was his office? 232 West Hanson Road. And has any other business moved in there since his disappearance? No. In fact, the location is still listed as his office on Google. Hmm. Interesting. I think you should go down there and check it out. What? An empty office? I don't know. Maybe you'll find something. I've got a feeling about it. What else do you have a feeling about? What do you mean? Uh, uh, we need something more concrete. Like what? I'm not sure. Uh, do you know where Brendan is buried? Why do you ask that? Uh, an old journalist I used to work with, he used to say, start from the end and work your way backwards. Maybe I go down to the cemetery and pick up the vibes. Hmm, let me check my notes. Tanner Bell Memorial Cemetery. That's where he's buried. All right, I'm going to head over there. Okay, I'd like to go with you. Uh, see how you work? No, that's all right. Stay here. Make some calls about the Goldwater grandson. It'd be better for your career. Tanner Bell Memorial Cemetery. Oh, this is the place. Maybe I can ask that guy over there digging a grave some questions. Hey, you there. Who are you and what do you want? I'm a reporter with the Arizona Republic, Gary Hudson. And I'm a grave digger. Fuck off. Why so hostile? What stories do you think the dead have to tell? I'm not sure. Can I ask your name? No. Okay, um, could you tell me where Mr. Brendan is buried? He was a performance artist. Not anymore. A few years back, a guy came to me and wanted to do performance art in this here cemetery. I told him to fuck off. This is no place for fun and games. Do you know where Brendan's grave is? I do. Popular guy, that Mr. Brendan. And what do you mean by that? I suppose you want me to dig him back up. And maybe you're hoping there's nothing actually there. No body, right? What? Well, his body is there. I buried him myself. Do you think I'm some kind of idiot? I've buried a lot of people. I like burying people. In fact, it's the only thing I like doing. Look, I just want to visit his grave. I know what you want to do. You want to visit his grave and talk to it. And maybe it'll tell you something. My friend, the dead don't talk. Is it just over that hill there or what? You calling me old? 
the Chinese, though, they believe in all kinds of ghosts and spirits. You got a woman? What? You look like you got a lot of women. I had a woman once. But you know what she did? She went and made it with another guy. And that was the end of that. Well, I'm very sorry to hear that. Well, I'm sorry for shit. You believe how fragile everything is with women? A beautiful woman can make it with any guy, anytime she wants, pretty much. And that's the end of that. I'm just looking for Brendan. Brendan's dead, my friend. Uh, but the Chinese, they believe in spirits and ghosts. You got spirits and ghosts, even in your own body. You know that? No, I did not know that. Well, it isn't true. It's fake. The Chinese are lying. I'm just looking for Brendan's grave. Maybe there's a map or... Well, you're not the only one. What do you mean? You see that woman over there? The Mexican lady? Yeah, yeah, I see her. Well, go talk to her if you want to. But I don't recommend getting involved with women. You can all turn on a dime. And you're left out digging your own grave. Me, I got a plot already dug up here for when it's my time. And if you want, go talk to that Mexican lady. She knows about Brendan. Thanks. Excuse me, uh, ma'am? Go away. Can't you see I'm grieving? For whom are you grieving? My baby. My soul. Brendan. My Brendito. This is his grave. Brendan, the performance artist? Do not mention performance art to me. I hate that shit. I'm sorry. Who the hell are you? My name is Gary Hudson, ma'am. I'm a reporter. I'm investigating the death of your son. You are? Yes, of course. Your son, he was a really special guy. I know that. You don't think I know that? Yes, ma'am. Of course. Do you have a car? I do. I want to show you something. Follow me in my car. Where are we going? To the office of Dr. Miller. Wow, the door's open. Do you see that thing in the center of the room? Yeah, what is that? It's what Dr. Miller called the isolation chamber. This thing, it took my son. How? 
he started going in it with the help of the horrible rat-faced doctor. Of course the bastard has skipped down. My boy was normal. He was healthy. A little unhappy, maybe, but aren't we all? Until he went into this cursed chamber. Then he started the performance arts. Oh, it is a thriving and vital medium. Shut up. Then came the women and the pills, the horrible pills, and him always talking about the light in him. The light? Yes, the light, the light. I think that's what killed him. You mentioned the women, ma'am. Yes, the bimbos and the groupies, the art holes and the flusies. Uh, and just out of curiosity, did Brandon ever frequent Asian massage parlors? God, no. He wasn't into Asians. So you think the light killed him? Yes. After he died, I got a strange call from a man in Mexico. Calvin Jade was his name. He told me that a doctor had taken Brandon's measurements. Brandon had the most light this doctor had ever seen. But light must be put to use or else it goes cold and freezes you to death. Something called Narvis Murdio. I've never heard of it. But wasn't Brendan putting his light to use with his art? Gary, his art sucked. It was awful. Self-serving, pretentious, needlessly esoteric and weird. Of course, everyone pretended to love it, but only because they couldn't understand it. It wasn't helping anyone. I thought it was good. Hmm. Well, you don't seem all that bright. You're grieving, so I won't take offense to that. You should. Anyway, it all started with this ridiculous chamber. He had terrible visions in that chamber. He went on and on to me about the dolphin man and the 19th century man and some angelic vision. Uh, that actually sounds incredible. To you, maybe. To me, it sounds like the work of the devil. You didn't know Brandon. He was sensitive. His mind was like a soft net. It could catch anything. This chamber, it destroyed his mind and then his soul. Just looks like a float tank to me, ma'am. You think so? Brandon wrote to me after one session in particular. I have the letter with me now. My boy, he was so sensitive. Here, read it. Okay, uh, Mama, I'm scared. I've been seeing Dr. Miller regularly and making real progress. But recently, I went in the tank without Dr. Miller. And I'll admit, Mama, I was on something. I don't know exactly what it was. A woman gave me something. She was a beautiful woman. I am helpless with women, you know that. I don't know why. Please don't think it has anything to do with you. It doesn't. But then again, during this particular session, I was visited by some incest pornographer. Do you know what incest pornography is, Mama? It's terrible. 
He was telling me all about these videos. It was awful. And I was visited by a girl. She said she was my sister, and then she said she was my daughter. Mama, I have made mistakes. I know we all make mistakes, but I don't want to be haunted by my mistakes. Will God forgive me? Will you? I love you, Mama. I'm not sure if the chamber is good for me or bad for me, but I have to keep going. I have to see what is on the other side of this thing. I love you. <laughs> oh God, my boy. Do you see what this thing was doing to him? Ma'am, if you don't mind, and only for the purposes of reportage, I'd like to enter the chamber myself. Would you wait here while I do so, just to keep an eye on me? Be my guest. If what I'm telling you about it doesn't scare you, then you deserve your fate. I'll just have a lemon water while you're in there. Okay, I'm in the chamber. Ah, this isn't too bad. I just gotta get comfortable. Breathe, breathe. Breathing in, I calm my body. Breathing out, I smile. Wait, what's this? I'm seeing a light. Hello, Gary. Who are you? You know who I am. You've been asking about me. Brendan? That's right, baby, it's me. And I'm pure light. You're so bright! Yes. Finally. Wait, how'd you end up in here? Gary, I died. Right, but how did you die? All that unused light. It went cold and freezed me. Froze me. Freeze me? From the inside out. Oh, that's terrible. It's not so bad. Death is really a beginning. For me, anyway. Hey, how so? Well, now I can use my light. How are you going to do that? Great question. I'll start with you. How about that? Uh, okay, I guess. What's haunting you, Gary? Right, slow down. What makes you think something is haunting me? I was haunted in life. You're... Kind of like me, I'm guessing. Ambitious guy. Driven guy. What's haunting me? I don't know. This is not that hard of a question. Well, uh... Let me ask you a different question. Why the hell are you here? I'm investigating your death. And now you know why I died, so why not leave the chamber? Because there's obviously a greater mystery to investigate now. Interesting. You know what, Gary? Let me give you a performance I was working on when I died. Hell, if, if I'd had a chance to put it on when I was alive, I'd still be alive. That sounds fantastic. It was going to be called The Sensory Deprivation Tank. Do you like that name? Oh, I love that name. I was going to get the audience into a small room and then turn off the lights, make it completely dark. And then these projectors would come on, flashing various images of pure light of different colors, blue, then green, then red, so forth. And there'd be like white noise, 
And then my voice would come over the loudspeaker and I'd, and I'd narrate the experience to them. You're in the tank. The water is cold. It's dark. Darker than a grave. Darker than the world behind your eyes. But light comes from within. Up from your belly. Up from your solar plexus. Up through your neck and into your head. It's all there inside of you and maybe you're scared of course you're scared your heart beats fast what's happening what's happening to your body what's happening to your mind you've stepped into the mystery you reach out your arms to find something but there's only more mystery nothing to hold on to your mind inquires maybe there's more and there is more more images more sounds, more desires. You accumulate experiences. You don't know what they mean. The mystery ever widens and ever deepens. Your heart slows down. Your body relaxes. The universe enters your heart. You reach out again. You're grasping for more. And you find it. Again, more mystery. You accumulate. You collect. A mansion of more. A castle of experience. You repeat your inquiry. You become inquiry. A light of inquiry guides your soul. And the mystery ever widens and ever deepens. And ever deepens. And ever deepens.